0: The coffee hour, I made debates. I'm Sarah Gulse. <laughs> That's tricky. <laughs> uh,
1: it is when I'm not there.
0: <laughs> it's Tuesday, October 15th, and uh, Sarah's wrestling with demons, or yes. at least the, the kind Demon. that uh, deflate tires on cars. <laughs> this so, is true. So, uh, graciously joining us by uh, remote from home. It sounds just like you're right from here my, in the studio. <laughs> from my spare bedroom. It's fine. <laughs> Well, it is uh, it is Tuesday, and we have some good topics on deck today. We're going to take a look at the October issue of The Lutheran Witness. Excited to do that. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin, at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. There's just a slight delay. <laughs> Oh, that's sad. It's all good. In studio with us today, Dr. Kevin Armbrust, Intra-Managing Editor of The Lutheran Witness. Dr. Armbrust, thanks so much for joining us in studio. Thanks for having me. It is, uh, we're like halfway into the month, and uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm just now getting to my October issue, but great issue. Um, tell us about the themes of this October issue of the Lutheran Witness. I started to say theme, but it seems like there are themes as yeah, I was reading through
1: it. it. It happens as you start writing about things, you just keep going. And so this this month, we're really focusing on the saints, the, the whole concept of of how do Lutherans view saints in the church, and then that always spills over into some reformation issues for us in October. So as we look at even going back to the reformation, we look at some of the, some of the saints of the reformation, some of the people that really um, you might not know as well, but really Mm -hmm. helped the reformation move along with Luther and Melanchthon and other guys, you know, better.
0: Mm -hmm. Tell us about some of the stories uh, that we get to read about in this issue. There's some really good ones.
1: Yeah. And, Probably the the highlight of the magazine, as far as a, from a writing point of view, is is uh, Rachel Bomberger just wrote a fantastic piece um, called "With My Lost Saints," and it, it really is um, it's something you should read. It's just well written, it's well thought out, and it it really is a is a great piece. And I know she's going to maybe show up and talk about things. She's going to jump <laughs> in here in the uh, second segment
0: and uh, share that um, just little teaser you might want to get out a box of (laughs)
1: tissues that's right it's a good article it is great article really well did
0: did you as you were editing did did you have to bring out the tissues no
1: because not at all because (laughs) you have no
0: emotions. that's right because when i edit i do not bring my emotions with me you did you didn't listen to uh, mental health monday yesterday apparently i did not i was editing (laughs) i was editing the november issue of the lutheran witness (laughs) That's right. You're already like halfway into Advent, probably. Yes,
1: we are working on December. And um, so November is almost ready to go to print and work kind on of December already in February.
0: That's the joy of print, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it fun? I mean, even here, even in, in at KFUO, starting to work on Advent and Christmas and Epiphany programming and trying to get right. ready for that, um, listening to Christmas music. <laughs> during my spare time <laughs> trying to prep and add you know add some new christmas music for this for the upcoming season this year and I'm excited to do that but thinking ahead um now let's think back we're going mm-hmm. back to the reformation mm-hmm. um that you pointed out that we get to learn about some uh, some of the saints of the reformation that are perhaps less
1: familiar who do we learn about in this issue so we have um some real brief writings but some nice um summaries about john the constant who who um you can read about what how he helped Luther and from kind of a, a secular point of view, but as his prince he kinda of helped him. And then Lucas Cronach, who is kind of known as the painter of the mm-hmm. Reformation, right? And then also Robert Barnes, who was who was actually not a German guy, but was still very important in the in the Reformation. Um so we get to read about those those people and mixed in there you kind of meet some other people too that you might have heard of or might not have heard of.
0: And I'm familiar with Cronach, no, mm-hmm. Jonathan the Constant, is yeah. That now, how do you get names like this? Because I want a cool name like that. Well, like, how
1: do you get a name like that? Unfortunately I'd probably not... be Andy the Annoying. But... <laughs> unfortunately, I think you have to be dead, oh. which is okay. Which is well, really I'll, I'll hang frustrating. On a while. But um, when when you are in you know that state, then we might thrust a name upon you. <laughs> <laughs> that state. But in his case, um, he was constant because of his faith. And he stood firm. He was one of the confessors at Augsburg who, who stood for the confession of the Lutheran church. And, um, so it's, it really is a, a reminder of his faith. Now in the film, they depict them not as standing, but kneeling, kneeling, right. Cause they were ready to have their heads cut off, heads lopped off. If, mm-hmm. if so happened as, <laughs> as we all are, right. Yeah. As we stand before the world and confess our faith, come what may.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're also talking about the saints in this issue. Um, what, what does that mean for, for Lutherans? Are, aren't saints um, Catholic?
1: Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say there are no saints in the Catholic Church. <laughs> but yeah, so, so this, is, this is always an issue. Is, um, that's kind of a Catholic word to us. But the, the amazing thing is it's not. It's actually in Ephesians chapter 1, Paul says that he's writing to the saints in Ephesus. And so when we look at the word from a biblical point of view, the word saint simply means holy ones. And, and when we understand this scripturally, it means those who have been made holy through the blood of Christ. And when Luther uh, grew up, certainly in Catholicism and, and, you know, with the notion of praying to saints and even worshiping saints in some ways, um, as, he, as he grew up and started reading the scriptures and teaching theology, he said, wait a minute, nowhere in scripture are we supposed to pray to the saints, and, and this whole worship of the saints kind of wasn't what he was reading in the new Testament, but there are saints in the Bible and they seem to be a real blessing to the church. So he said, instead of worshiping or praying to them, we should thank God to them for them. We should look at them as examples of staying faithful until death. And we should also look at them and, and emulate their lives of service to the church and to the world. And so saints do have an important role in our life. Um, Oddly enough, today is the funeral for somebody that many Mm -hmm. of us consider to be a saint in our lives, Dr. Mm -hmm. Norman Nagel, who was an example to many people who learned theology at the seminaries or throughout our sin in other ways, at Valpo and other places, um, as somebody who manifestly taught the Word of God throughout his entire life. And many people looked at him and, and learned the way that he helped us hear the gospel and helped us communicate the gospel. So, this is somebody that we would consider kind of a living saint, right? Somebody who lived in our lifetime and now that he's in glory, yet we still look at him, we thank God for his life, we thank God for his teaching, and we also learn to emulate a saint like that, where keep me faithful unto death and let me learn to live my life reflecting the love of Christ. So, the contributor this month, uh, one of the
0: contributors that, that walks us through that is uh, Dr. Kolb. Yes.
1: Professor Emeritus from, from Concordia, Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. St. Louis, and uh, Robert Kolb is, is such a, a treasure to our church, such a blessing as really a world-class scholar um, in many areas, especially in the Reformation. But he has the unique gift of being able to communicate really difficult ideas very simply and ways that all of us can understand. So Dr. Kolb is always a blessing to hear from and to read. So dig into this gem in, uh, in
0: the October issue, uh, taking a look at, um, called by the gospel, kept in the faith, Luther's view of the saints. That's Dr. Kolb's mm-hmm. article in the October issue. Um, we have about, just about two minutes left, uh, at saints, reformation, any other themes or any other, um, contributor you want to dig into?
1: Uh, President Harrison, as always, just really, uh, is a blessing to read what he writes and what he's thinking. Um, he's he's such a pastor at heart. And this month you really get to hear his pastor's heart as he talks about and encourages us to continue to teach hymns to our children and to continue to live in the church with hymnody and the liturgy and the church's song always on our lips. And and to remind us that, that this is not just for us when we're in church, but this is something we carry out with us through our entire lives and it's really such a nice pastoral letter from our president mm-hmm. um to encourage all of us in this and I, I really appreciate that uh
0: that he points out that this isn't just for this is for all right all all christians all and, and and you know when talking to lutherans and lcms it says no matter how traditional your background is um or less than traditional what you're singing today don't neglect to, to pass on right. these great hymns to your children. They can be sung in a variety of ways. Yeah, um, yeah. they can uh, they can be sung. But teach the uh, you're teaching the faith when you teach these hymns, this great hymnody, um, and and passing this on. And there, there's there's great value in singing as well. And we talk about this all the time here on the the coffee hour because Mm -hmm. Sarah likes singing. Right. Um, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We love, well, we love hymns here on the coffee hour. And, and, and Mm -hmm. there's just great value in that not only because the, you're teaching great theology in it, but uh, in so doing it's in singing it, you're I don't know. You're you're the musician here. Yeah, you're the you're music expert uh, with the degree in music. What am I trying to say here because I can't articulate it? Well,
1: it's it's just it's the church's tradition that that singing the glories of God is, is such a blessing that God gave to us that when we sing, you know, Luther says that Hugh sings praise twice and there's these kind of quotes, but it's, it's the whole idea that, that God constantly from, from the beginning to the end, they're singing in the Bible. The, the book of Psalms obviously is a singing book, but even the book of Revelation is really a singing book. This is something we're going to do in heaven. We're going to sing. Mm-hmm. And this is the gift that God has given us now to sing his praises and know that that song will literally never end last night in uh, family devotions reading uh from
0: uh, the bible to my son and I told him this is the song that John's father sang Mm-hmm. when John was to be born and, and I was reading it and he said, well, daddy's singing. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. I don't know, I don't know how the to tune. sing. Yeah. I don't know the tune. Uh, but it, but he just didn't grasp that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Isn't that great? Everybody sings. And yeah. if his dad sang a song, then you should know it too, dad. Right. So apparently I need to go learn <laughs> the tune to that song. Well, thank you so much for being our guest this morning, Kevin. Always a, a joy to talk with you about the Lutheran Witness and uh, and, and commend to our listeners the, uh, the reading of the October issue, The Communion of Saints, The Forgiveness of Sins. Thanks for being on The Coffee Hour today. Thanks for having me. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Stick around for more of The Coffee Hour.